4: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey,
5: good afternoon, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of The Ride Home. I'm John Hall, and uh, from uh, the comfort of my spare room at my house, I'm broadcasting. However, because of last night's power outage, Kath, uh, you've had to take up root once again. How are you? Yes,
6: I think, John, I'm tired of moving the portable studio around and I'm wishing it wasn't quite as portable.
5: <laughs> that's your burden, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so here we are uh, in Western Pennsylvania last night. We got hit pretty hard. There yeah. are areas, of course, in the North Hills that still without power.
6: Yeah. So I don't have any power at my house or in my neighborhood. And so we had to, you know, figure out what to do. So I am at the Word FM Studios, but not in a studio. I'm in my office.
5: Nice. Okay, well, don't despair, because if you don't okay. have any power, the good news is on the way home, you can stop and pick up a pizza from your favorite pizzeria.
6: Yeah, really sad news that came today. My very favorite pizza place in Pittsburgh, Pizza Italia, on Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield, has experienced a fire, and uh, it was catastrophic, and they are boarded up and closed. And i got to be honest, John, in all of this you know, uncertainty in the world, uh, those guys at Pizza Italia, uh, Danny and Johnny and Rick, I mean, I see them every week. I've known them for a long time. This is breaking my heart. So I'm just, I don't yeah. know. I'm really sad about it today.
5: Sure. Of course. The hits keep on coming. Yeah. Don't
6: they? Yeah. They right. really do. So my best to you guys. If you're listening, I love you.
5: Yeah. Well, uh, at least the good news is for us, we've got a full show for you with, uh, we think, excellent guests, lots of fun and information as well. Ah, uh, Kath, in the mix of um this gigantic upheaval, you were smart because the, the last was it the last day before your uh-huh. your uh, stylist, your hair stylist shut down, you were able to get in.
6: I'm telling you, John, I feel very good about my choices. those last few days before quarantine was established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because uh, the the um this someone from the salon called me and said, "Hey, we're going to be shutting down. Do you want to get in here? And I said, Yes, in a hot minute. Of course. So I was able to go in and you know have an emergency hair situation. But I got to be honest, in a you know week or so, I'm going to be in another emergent situation.
5: Okay, so uh, I'm looking at an article in uh, today's Wall Street Journal. Now, of course, uh, my hair needs are uh, opposite to yours. Okay. Pretty much mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I'm not sure. worried about coloring, and okay. I have very little. So my wife's able to just go click, 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 you know, in literally five minutes or so. Mm -hmm. I'm good to go for another month or so. However, in reading this article, there are some really entrepreneurial uh, spirits alive in the coloring and cutting uh, universe. Check this out. There are, uh, there's a woman in Manhattan and she's got a a, a studio. She has decided to send a package along to her clients, which includes a uh, coloring formula Based upon past experience with their clients, that also includes a brush and a bowl and uh, details how to do this on oh, Facebook. Oh, can you imagine? And the price is 85 to $250 for a do-it-yourself dye job.
6: That's a lot to pay for something that you're doing yourself.
5: Right. Um, you could also, if you wanted to, there are other colorists who are just sug- suggesting go to your supermarket and pick up a box and right. in these harsh times, mm-hmm. how many people are you going to see just make it work?
6: Right. Well, I'm going to have to make it work in a couple of weeks, John. I'm curious though. Are you experiencing a level of anxiety about this yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm pretty much as cool as a cucumber. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've considered, you know, it, worse comes to worse. What can I do? Two things. Wear a hat. Right. If the most, the most extreme.
7: I shave my head.
6: Okay. I mean, I could look into a hat. I'm fine with that. What about you, Mike?
7: Is this something that's causing you some angst? Yes, because I'm, uh, I'm giving my wife the uh, all the trust in the world to cut my own hair. To cut but, my hair. Wow. So.
8: Well,
6: it's it be is a good thing. It is a good thing. My husband's bald because I have <laughs> no skills in that area. Right, None. Right. None. <laughs> He does the old, you know, the clippers, you know, the whoop,
7: oh yeah, you know, yeah. right, oh yeah,
6: over the top. That's all we need. I mean, I do I mean, have no,
5: guy John. It's easy to say for us, Mike. I mean, you know, like you and I. For a guy, you just kind of go, eh, yeah. It is what it is, right? Right. right. But for women, mm-hmm. it's a whole sort of you know it universe is. of care and It
6: is. Thank you, John. A universe of care. I appreciate yes. that. Yes, it is a universe of care. It's a good way okay. To put it. So until so basically, the bottom line of this article. Is that for eighty five dollars? Mm-hmm. I could reach this person in New York, New York, who would send me a kit so I could do it myself. Right. But the admonition is: do not, unless you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so don't wander into this wilderness of hair care if right. you have not done it before,
5: because you the, could uh,
6: be really messed up.
5: Oh, uh, part of our family, our family history lore is my mother. Uh, uh, trying for the very first time to color her own hair, and somehow it turned purple. (laughs) Now, this was before purple was a hipster Uh, color. So then, uh, in response to that, she read something from someone, and my father had to go out to the local grocery store and buy all the mayonnaise. (laughs) This is true. All the mayonnaise on on the shelf.
6: Was that going to take the purple out?
5: I believe so. And I have photographs of her because I was, you know, photographing the events of the day of my mother with a gigantic mound of mayonnaise on That's her head.
6: That's awesome. <laughs> Which that, of course, is, you know, that is so awesome. Did it take the purple away? Uh,
5: I think it did eventually. Yeah. It's
6: probably like the base to the acid.
5: <laughs> something like
6: that. You're looking for some kind of happy right. medium.
5: Yeah. Right? Or just, you know, the dip for the tuna fish.
6: Right. Like, <laughs> Look, Whatever we can get. At my yeah. house, since we can't open the refrigerator for fear that everything is going to go bad and news from Duquesne Light that we probably won't have power until tomorrow, I'm not at my best today, John. Can I just okay, say Okay, so it?
5: on the way home, maybe, you know, you stop and get something neat, but then you can buy a few bags of ice and put it in the cooler because that stuff's not going to stay cool till tomorrow, Kat. No,
6: it's not. I'm no. done. I'm done. And right. just what we need is a little more stress in life.
7: <laughs>
5: Very nice. Okay. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. We're going to come back. Uh, this is interesting. We're going to talk to Scott Brady, who is the U S attorney for the United States district court for the uh, Western district of Pennsylvania. I don't know about you, but I have been subject to a number of, uh, of scams that have just kind of scared me financially. Is yeah. that happening to you? We'll talk about that from a legal perspective, how to avoid scams. Stay with us.
9: One hundred one point five W O R D.
10: You know, there are some words that Christians use all the time. But do we really know what they mean? Take the word glory, for instance. It's used more than 350 times in the Bible, and almost always about God. Well, this week our teacher, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, explains what the word glory really means. And I guarantee you, it'll make your worship of God even more meaningful. I'm Steve Schwetz, inviting you to join us as we make our way through the Bible. This evening at 9 p.m.
2: on 101.5
0: W O R D. If you're getting burned in the market, listen up. The last couple of months have been alarming to thousands of portfolios. We know that many of you are getting pummeled with this current market volatility. Guess what? Today is the day that stops we've created a cutting-edge interactive program that will help you improve your current financial situation. If you're looking to turn your days in the red into consistent months in the green, introducing the Trader on the Street Challenge. The Trader on the Street Challenge has been designed to help you achieve the profitability and consistency of a Wall Street professional. We know that consistency is one of the most crucial components to becoming a successful trader, and that's why we've carefully built the perfect way to incentivize struggling traders to improve their capabilities. So if you're tired of rolling with the punches and are willing to rise to the occasion of this unique new challenge, text STREET to 48542 to learn more. Text the word STREET to 48542. Text Street to four eight five four two to get started today.
1: When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E and K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E and K Excavation has over a hundred years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit E K Excavation. Com. They'll move the earth for you at EKExcavation.com.
10: This is Greg Truszynski of the Original Mattress Factory. Our community is facing a lot of uncertainty right now, but we've faced hard times before, and we've always come back stronger. The road may be long, and the challenge is great, but we will get through this if we work together, one day at a time, making sure that we all do our part. Our Pittsburgh stores are temporarily closed until further notice, but we're grateful for your support, and we
11: look forward to serving you again when we reopen. Be safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you soon. Sometimes it takes a plague to remind us what Passover and Easter are really about. This year, instead of inviting over or driving to visit family, we will likely be in our homes, many of us completely alone. This Passover and Easter, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews reminds us not to lose sight of the bigger picture, that God will never leave us. Discover how you can care for others, the least of these, during this time of crisis when you visit ifcjhelp.org.
6: think in a time of crisis that we could all count on each other to be the best version of ourselves and i think in large part that is what's happening not just across america but across the world however there are certain pockets of people who are trying to take advantage of others john mentioned before the break that he actually has been the target of some of these scams already they're concerning to him i'm sure they're concerning to a lot of you so we thought we'd go to someone who could help us figure out what's what Scott Brady is the American attorney who currently serves as the U.S. attorney for the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Pennsylvania. Prior to assuming his current role, he was the head of litigation for federated investors. He's a graduate of Harvard University and the Penn State University School of Law. He clerked for Thomas Hardiman of the U.S. District Court for the Western District of PA. And also, prior to law school, he has a background in emergency relief, working for World Vision all around the world. We're happy to welcome him today. Scott, how are you?
12: Hi, Kathy. How are you?
6: Good to talk to you, Scott.
12: No, thanks so much for, for having me on. And, and you're exactly right. You know, while this crisis is bringing out the best in all of our communities, at the same time, all of the bad guys around the world see this as a, as a huge opportunity to exploit people's anxiety and uncertainty and try to fill that void with all manner of scams.
5: I'm door- Scott, I'm sure you know in the position you're in, you hear one horror story after another. I- I'll just tell you mine, which is just a tiny thing, but I think this was pretty common. Uh, maybe two two and a half weeks or so ago, I had just used my debit card, and literally, maybe it was just a matter of timing or whatnot about 90 seconds later, I got a text alert from PNC Bank. I'll put those in air quotes. And PNC Bank said, there was a problem. Here's a fraud alert with your debit card. Please call this number right now. Now, usually I would be suspicious of, you know, anything like that. But I thought, these are odd times. I just used my card. I called the number. And when I called the number, they asked me to put in my debit card number. I realized right then and there that there was a scam, so I hung up. But this happened to me not one time, at least six or seven times I got that same text alert. And then I saw friends and family on Facebook talking about that. Some people said they didn't even have a PNC account, but they were receiving that text. So can you talk about that?
12: Yeah, and I'm sorry you're, you're experience, that, John. I think your story sadly can be told uh, around Western Pennsylvania and around the country. Uh, we are seeing every kind of cyber-based scam, Internet scam, good old-fashioned con men going door-to-door, people calling and representing themselves as, you know, rep- the, the government, all of those types of scams we're seeing with a new COVID-19 wrapper. So we're seeing people calling and representing themselves uh, as a representative of Medicare. Uh, there was a woman who called our, our fraud hotline and said she had been contacted by someone posing as a Medicare rep who asked for her social security number and personal, personal information as they were going to send her a COVID-19 testing kit. It was all paid for by Medicare. She didn't need to do anything other than confirm certain sensitive information, personal information. Unfortunately, she gave that information to them, um, but we're hearing about charity scams, treatment scams, uh, provider scams, we're seeing uh, malicious websites go up where they purport to be sometimes from Johns Hopkins Medical Center. We saw one that, that the Department of Justice shut down that looked legit. I, I went on that site or looked at screenshots of that site and it purported to show hotspots and breakouts that people really? could track and you know get information from. It was really a vehicle for hackers from Eastern Europe to download malware onto people's computers and phones and steal their banking information and and PII. Uh, So we are seeing all of those things.
5: So Scott, what I think is when I see things like this, and like you said, you know, the work that's being done is is so well executed. You'd think it'd be that, you know, it'd be uh, uh, um, the the exact same thing, right? It would, would be a quality of, it would fool a number of people. That effort, that talent, that intellectual sort of creation, those people who are doing that, if they were in traditional jobs, you think they would thrive, but instead they've chosen a life of crime.
12: That's right. It is unbelievable. um, The the talent that goes into some of these scams, especially the international cyber scams that we see, and and they are a business model, right? Some of these types of phone-based or Internet-based scams. They have call centers. They have you know dozens of people that have quotas, just like you were working for some mm-hmm. traditional legitimate retailer. So yes, I mean, if, if that talent and intellect and energy could be harnessed for something positive to benefit society, we would all be the better for it. Unfortunately, we know that man's fallen nature, we see that every day and we're seeing it uh, in spades right now.
6: I can't believe Scott, you're saying that it's that organized. I mean, when I hear, when I think about scammers, I think it's probably just like a couple guys in their great aunt's basement who are, you know, trying to be malicious. But you're saying that these are actual, like, well uh, organized and and uh, you know, like groups of people who would like have a job to do in quotas.
12: (laughs) It really is. It it it, you know is incredible, right? But we everything from you know, the the 20-something slacker in grandma's basement who is trying to execute some scams to some more sophisticated scams, a lot of them originating from uh, Nigeria and Africa. And then the the most sophisticated scams we see are Eastern European, Russian, Ukraine, where you have truly incredibly skilled uh, professionals that work together as almost independent contractors each with a specifically defined skill set sometimes with coverage from a, a nation state that gives them protection and those are the most you know broad and widespread types of scams that we see but not only in, in the face of covid-19 but uh, the ones that we've investigated historically
5: I see. So, Scott, because there's such a proliferation, then I would imagine that this phishing effort might be able to, um, you know, enrich people to the tune of millions of dollars. I mean, there are it's sophisticated enough and maybe enough
12: people fall for this that people are enriched quickly. That's absolutely right, John. And, and, And remember, this is a volume business model. Right. So they don't care. If they can get $100 Bitcoin because they download ransomware on your phone and lock it and and you, you know, a consumer, an individual not sure how to respond might just pay that to, to, you know, for the nuisance value to larger schemes that are going after businesses, publicly traded companies, financial institutions where, you know, the target is six figure, seven figure or, or greater type of fraud. So we're seeing all of those in this space in COVID-19, and, and this is before the stimulus checks have come out, before the Small Business right. Administration uh, financing and bridge loans have come out. This is going to continue and, and be as, as widespread as we've ever seen.
6: Wow. Scott Brady's with us, American attorney who currently serves as the U.S. attorney for the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Pennsylvania. So Scott, for our listeners, what should we be looking out for?
12: Well, I, I, I think the most important thing is uh, understand that the federal government, or the state government for that matter, but the federal government is never going to call you and never going to email you and ask you for sensitive information. No one's going to call asking for your social security number, your bank account information, a credit card payment to facilitate some kind of transfer or action not how the federal government works. If someone is calling, representing themselves as that, hang up the phone. Uh, The other thing is just make sure that you're very wary of emails with links and attachments. Make sure you know where they're coming from, because Mm -hmm. for some of the cyber-based scams and the phishing scams that we've seen, that's the number one vehicle for that to happen. And then only give out your personal information, your banking information, to people you know and trust, right? If you get a call like like John did, if you get a text message, hey, call this number, go on the website, you know, go on PNC's website, look for their legitimate 800 number, their legitimate customer service number, you know, disengage from whatever the vehicle of that fraud is and try to reach out to them directly to understand what's, what's going on before you share information and certainly before any banking information is shared. I see.
5: I think, Scott, for a lot of us, you know, um, hopefully we've been um, educated enough where we can see that it is a phishing scam, even if we, you know, fall into an initial hole. But I think for people who have elderly parents or relatives, you know, those things, uh, people sitting home alone, older people, the phone rings, they, you know, all of a sudden are, um, you know, they get sucked into this. And before you know it, their banks accounts are drained.
12: And and that's the the scary thing, right? We all have loved ones, family members. We try to to talk with them and and help them with their cyber hygiene. Generally, um, I talk with my mom, uh, who's retired, about this kind of stuff all the time. And say, if you have any questions, call me. Don't mm-hmm. trust what's being represented to you, to you on the phone by by a stranger or by somebody mm-hmm. who cold calls you. And so that that's absolutely, right. and that's what we're trying to do, right? We. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office here in Western PA and the Pennsylvania Attorney General, Josh Shapiro, we have come together and formed a task force, a federal and state joint task force to fight COVID-19 fraud. Because what we don't want is if people are, are victimized or feel they've been targeted, we don't want them to have to worry about, well, shoot, which of the three-letter agencies do I need to call? Is this, state, is this federal? Is this FBI? Is this IRS? We just want people to have a vehicle, uh to contact us, and and we will take it from there. We'll figure out where it needs to go, and someone will call you back and get some additional information, and then we'll be off to the races doing the things that we do best, which is working day and night to, to keep the people of Western Pennsylvania safe.
6: That's Scott Brady, attorney who currently serves as the U.S. Attorney for the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Pennsylvania. Scott, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for being here.
12: No, thanks so much, John, Kathy. Stay safe.
5: Yeah, Yeah, our pleasure. Thank you, Scott. Listen, uh, Scott has given us uh, contact information to report COVID-19 fraud or any fraud. We're going to place that on our uh, Facebook page, The Ride Home of John and Kathy. So if you suspect fraud for either yourself or someone you love, there's great contact information to follow through. We'll take a break and be back in just a few minutes. Stick around. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, the not so surprising news that Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the presidential race. Stay with us.
7: You're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. A reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We, or United Faith Mortgage at UnitedFaithMortgage.com.
2: United Faith Mortgage is a DB of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to or Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
5: We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey, listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe you may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com. Upwork has the world's largest network of
2: proven independent professionals. And I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects. You get the point. When you need in-demand talent, on-demand, Upwork is how.
13: I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me.
1: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
9: 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com.
2: Did you know that migraine is a disabling disease affecting over 36 million Americans? The pain of migraine sufferers is often so bad their lives just stop. The American Migraine Foundation helps people living with migraine to find the support and treatment they need. If you, a friend, or a family member suffer from migraine, Go to AmericanMigraineFoundation.org to learn more, find help, and get connected. Make your move
5: against migraine.
3: Tonight, partly cloudy with a couple of showers late, low 49. Showers in the morning tomorrow, otherwise cloudy and windy, high 50. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and windy, low 32. Friday, a morning flurry, otherwise windy and cold. Considerable cloudiness High Friday, 44. Saturday, plenty of sunshine. High Saturday, 53. With your Accurate with a Forecast, I'm Brian May.
5: Well, surprising news. I... Surprising news for me, I think. It just in the way that it was announced, in the way it was handled. Bernie Sanders, this morning you woke up to the news, has said no mas. He has Mm -hmm. dropped out of the presidential race, which essentially Mm -hmm. is Joe Biden's to seal at the convention later on this year. Kath, Mm -hmm. were you surprised?
6: I think I'm surprised because the the little snippets of segments we've seen from Bernie Sanders or from uh, Joe Biden have been so unimpressive recently. Scary, I would say. It just seems like there's a space for bernie i i'm I'm surprised by it john
5: yeah well i I guess that there had to be conversation between the two camps between the Biden and Sanders campaign, hoping for some sort of resolution. Right. It probably didn't happen, so Bernie had to sort of cut bait, although because this is such a strange time when the Democratic National Convention is held later this year, there might still be a dark horse candidate come on who would come on the
6: stage at this point, who knows? I mean, there's no way to imagine what it's going to look like. What even the process is going to look like. Right. I mean, you saw the chaos of the Wisconsin election that happened just a couple of days ago. I mean, we're not going to know the the results of that for something like 21 days. Yeah. I mean, it's just it. I don't think there's any way to um, to predict what the next six, eight, twelve weeks is going to look like um, because of. So many people sheltering at home. I mean, the image of Joe Biden being like behind that glass window in his house, mm. like it was just it's too weird. The whole thing is weird. Everything's weird. It's
5: surprising that after almost four years, this is the best candidate the Democrats have to put forward.
6: Listen, right. If they, John, don't you think if they would have invested their time in coming up with a candidate who could beat the president as opposed to all the ridiculous investigations that went on and on and on and on, we'd have all different picture now?
5: Yeah, I guess so.
6: I mean, it's their own fault.
5: I mean, seriously, when, you know, I'm no fan of Joe Biden, but my heart does break for him because when you see these videos that are released, um, you think, clearly something is amiss cognitively in Joe yeah. Biden's mind. And whenever he does take the stage, if he would take the stage live with president Trump, I mean, that's just fresh meat for president Trump. to I know, all over. I know,
6: I know. I can't, e- I don't even want to think about it, but you know what? We don't have to think about it because there are crazy things that are happening all over the place in other areas. Can I tell you about what's going on in the U S Navy?
5: Oh, sure. Please do. Tell I mean, me. I
6: know you've been following along with this story, right? Anchors away. So, right. So, um, U.S. Navy Captain Brett Crozier, who is the, who was the captain of the USS Teddy Roosevelt, which is an aircraft carrier, was relieved of his duty, which means he was like fired from the Navy, uh, last week by acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley. Now, isn't it a weird chain of events, John, about how this happened? So the, so the Captain Brett Crozier found that there were several men on his, uh, ship, which has five thousand men on it several of them were testing positive for the coronavirus and so he was seeing this number going up on a daily basis and so he got in touch with his superiors and he said we we have to do something like let they were in the pacific he said let's let's dock at guam let me let the men off who are infected. We'll figure out what to do. At least it'll keep them away from the guys who aren't yet infected. And then we'll like come up with a plan. Well, apparently he either didn't get a response that he liked, or he got no response. I haven't figured out exactly what happened there. But somehow that letter that he sent to his superiors was leaked to the press. Leaked. Now, the, the Navy is assuming that he leaked it to the press. I don't know how someone who's on an aircraft carrier can leak something to the press, but whatever. It could have happened. He insists, Brett Crozier insists he did not leak it to the press that somebody else did. Anyway, once it was leaked to the press, people started saying, wait a minute, it doesn't seem like the the Navy captain is saying anything untoward. It seems like he's trying to take care of the guys on his ship. And isn't that what we want a U.S. Navy captain to do? Anyway, the long and the short of it was it did not sit well with Navy brass and acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley canned him, right? Now, this is where it gets even weirder, because once uh, Brett Crozier was relieved from duty, Thomas Modley went onto the ship and addressed the men from the main, what do you call it, the main bridge from the loudspeaker. And while he was doing that, said several insulting things about the captain, right? They said, he said, Brett Crozier was, quote, either too naive or too stupid to be a commanding officer of a ship like this.
5: And there were some profanities mixed in. There were
6: some F-bombs that he dropped also as Mm -hmm. he was discussing the anxiety level of the guys on the ship. He said, you think you're anxious now? You would be bleeping, bleeping more anxious if a nuclear missile was coming at you. So I'm not really sure what the... Anyway, it did not go over well with the men on the ship. As you can imagine, the men on the ship think that Captain Crozier... Is outstanding because he was looking out for their well-being in their mind, right? So when Modley came on board, they thought, you know, who's this yokel? Anyway, the long and the short of it is Thomas Modley did not handle this well. And so as of yesterday, he has resigned. So my question is, John, I wonder if there would be any reinstatement of Brett Crozier since the guy who fired him just left.
5: Who's to say? I mean, and you
6: know, and you know, he resigned because he was going to be fired.
5: Right. Okay. So normally in the chain of command of the military, it's a well oiled machine. At least that's from the outside looking in, right? That there yes. is protocol that follows. This happens. This happens now because of these odd times we live in, the confidence is shattered. Um, <laughs> not right. only in the military, but in the healthcare system, but in government. Yeah. I mean, it feels as though it's just another uh, chink in the wall and things continue to crumble.
6: It really does. And, you know, I've hesitated to bring it up on the air, John, because I'm not a military person. I'm not a, from a military family. And so I don't want to judge an organization and, and a, a unit that I know nothing about. So the Navy's going to handle things the way the Navy's going to handle them. Sure. But in these times, with this story being so public, it has caused me to think maybe Brett Crozier deserves to have his command of that ship restored.
5: Yeah. I would be surprised. I mean, knowing uh, just a little tiny touch, the way the military operates, they uh, often take away. uh, Seldom do they give back, especially when you're relieved of your command. So that's
7: a
6: good point. I guess
5: it's one of those stories to be continued later. But again, it's just another crazy twist in the strange world that we live in today. Yeah. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, COVID, but this time From someone who is living and working on the front lines, Dr. Richard Zimmerman joins us from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, University of Pittsburgh, to talk exactly what's happening here locally in Western Pennsylvania. 101.5
9: WORD.
2: Coming up tomorrow on The Ride Home.
6: Hey, John, you know how we Yinzers love a Pittsburgher who goes away and then misses us and all the good things about our hometown? Oh, of course. Well, many of us have been impacted by Pastor Tim Keller's ministry, but people may not know his wife Kathy is a Gateway High grad, still eats pierogies, cheers for the Steelers, and misses her hometown.
5: On the Monday-Thursday edition of our show, we'll welcome the Kellers, both Tim and Kathy, as we talk together about Holy Week, 2020 the one none of
13: us will ever forget
6: that's the thursday edition of the ride home with john and kathy four to six on 101.5 word fm
13: if you're in hr you're probably wearing a lot of hats recruiter team builder trainer mediator policymaker and of course paper pusher but not anymore bamboo hr is the number one hr software for small and medium businesses it manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people not paperwork Just go to bamboohr.com slash hr. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash hr. That's bamboohr.com slash hr.
1: With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times.
2: As soon as we're back out in our yard, yep, we get company. Dandelions, lurking crabgrass, and weak thin grass. But Scout's Turf Builder Triple Action takes care of them all. Now with one bag, you can kill weeds, prevent crabgrass for up to four months, and feed for greener grass. Triple action, so your lawn thrives, guaranteed. Only from Scotts. Weeds aren't welcome here. This is a Scotts yard. Pick up a bag of Scotts Triple Action today.
11: Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call eight five five. to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details.
1: Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. We've been here a lot of uh,
5: conversation and news updates from the the COVID-19 disaster from a national perspective, but we think it's important to talk about what's happening here locally. Dr. Richard Zimmerman is with us. Dr. Zimmerman has over 200 publications on vaccines and vaccine-preventable diseases. He has led multiple federally funded research projects on vaccine, practiced part-time in the inner city in Pittsburgh for over 25 years at East Liberty Family Health Center, but today to talk to us specifically about Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania and COVID-19. Dr. Zimmerman, welcome back to the show.
6: We don't hear him.
12: Hey, John, uh, I think you have the wrong person on. This is Richard Mao. Oh, well, yeah, we
6: got the wrong phone number. I mean, I yeah, love Richard. What he said, yeah, is it, Richard Mao. I, I
12: don't think he's, he's, yes, he's
6: going to be uh, able to talk to us about the local COVID situation, no, right? No, yeah, no, I mean, be, I can I can
12: talk about bacteria. <laughs> I can talk about anything. But <laughs> Wait, now hey, that's from California. Yeah, Richard,
6: we love you. Hope you're well. Talk to you later.
5: All right, all right. Let's 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 try something else here, Mike, Okay. Uh, You want to take a break?
6: Yeah, let's take a break. We'll Uh, figure out how we got our numbers confused. And we'll talk to Rick Zimmerman, hopefully, coming up next.
5: Okay, that's a nice one.
14: Hello, friends. It's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice a day milking, The Spring House is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresh from our herd milk and hot out of the oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every Every day to take home to eat at your own family table. And our catering team even created a special take and bake meal, which you can check out online. We even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch. We've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and best of all, telling us that they're praying for us. We just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you, too. Here's a big hug from all of us at the Spring House to you. We love you
9: the original mattress factory we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush you should only purchase a mattress when you're ready and you're assured you got the best value that's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone every day you don't have to wait for a holiday weekend haggle with a sales associate or face the pressure of a today only sale you can take your time and make a choice that is right for you knowing that you'll always get our best price visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more
2: At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't just have a low-pressure sales approach. We have a no-pressure sales approach. At OMF, you'll never feel pressure to buy when you're not ready. You can feel free to shop around, test out our mattresses as many times as you need to, and quiz our team on anything about the mattress industry. We're here to help make your mattress buying experience better, not pressure you into a purchase you're not ready to make, Stop by an OMF store today to experience the no-pressure original mattress factory difference for yourself. In business today, being ready is more challenging than ever.
1: As you work to keep your doors open and employees and customers protected, Centos is here to help. Our trucks can deliver essential supplies like soap, microfiber towels, disposable gloves, paper towels, toilet tissue, and safety glasses. We can even sanitize your restrooms will serve you with the speed
4: and dedication you need. Learn how Cintas can help your business stay ready at Cintas.com. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. All right, COVID-19
5: take two. Dr. Richard Zimmerman joins us. Dr. Zimmerman has published 200 uh, uh, pieces on vaccines and vaccine-preventable to diseases he has been part of the uh, Pittsburgh medical community here for many, many years, ready to talk to us now about what's happening locally with coronavirus. Dr. Zimmerman, welcome to the show.
15: Hey, good to uh, talk with you again, John. Well, uh, the county, as it reports on its website, uh, over 700 positive cases. And one of the significant things is that is concentrated in those uh, 25 to 49 years of age, and so I know the severity we all hear in the national news is in those who are seniors, but a lot of the cases are occurring in those of us who haven't quite reached that senior mark uh, in terms of our birthdays.
13: Mm-hmm.
6: So, Rick, how do you assess where we are in Pittsburgh? We've been closely following what's gone on in New York. We've talked about what's gone on in Seattle and New Orleans. How do you see where the curve is here?
15: We're, we're uh, pre-peak. Uh, I think our peak will occur in April. It's hard to know exactly what day in April. We are fortunate we didn't get hit as early as some of the other places. And so we had more time to put social distancing in place and we can be mm-hmm. thankful for that.
6: Yes.
5: I see. So Rick, what's interesting, interesting and encouraging in some way is that the, what I'm reading is that some experts are saying the initial estimates of uh, 100, 200, 250,000 deaths that were anticipated perhaps will not hit those numbers by any stretch.
15: It's hard to say. It's certainly possible we'll be less because of social distancing. I think if we did not social distance, that would clearly be happening. I, maybe just take, you know, if 20% of 300-some million people are infected, that's 60 million. If you have uh, um, a half... You know, percent death rate among 60 million, you're at 300,000. So it would be easy for that to happen. The uh, death rate is about two-thirds of 1% in the best estimates that I'm seeing. So if we can keep the number of infections down, then we will have less deaths, and particularly if we can push that off until we have better treatments and potentially a vaccine.
7: Yeah,
6: Rick, talk to us about the vaccine. Uh, we heard the good news from UPMC um, that they had made the very beginnings of a vaccine. Of course, there's mountains and mountains of testing that has to be done. Talk about what that process is like.
15: Sure. A uh, vaccine has to go through the animal testing to show that it looks good in mammals, and then it can be applied to FDA for um, testing in humans. It starts with safety um, and then it does dose ranging and then actually is used in a randomized um, control trial that's larger. So phase one is safety testing, and then phase two is they try to get the right dose, and they try a variety of doses. And then the phase three is the big study where they randomize people. That often takes qu- quite a long time. It's often many vaccines been a decade Um optimistically, in the past, we would have said 18 months is like lightning speed. I think FDA is going to relax a lot, but we're still looking at a process that may be months, a year away. We're not going to see anything, I don't think this summer, that would have gone through phase three. I'm aware of three products that I've read are now uh, in phase one testing, but again, one, two, three, and then licensure. You also have to have not only the product licensed, but you have to have the manufacturing facility. So you can have a product that's licensed, but the facility is not, and so there's no delivery. So it's three phases in humans plus the, the, the facility, and then you're set to go.
5: So regardless, it feels as though we're still some uh, distance away from a vaccine becoming available to the uh, the general public. But Rick, I, I wonder about this. We're two competing narratives here where there, you know, you yourself, the medical community is saying, let's stay in place, let's uh, stay home, wear face masks if you have to go out. But on the other side, you know, uh, there is this economic meltdown that's happening. And the the hope is that sooner rather than later, People will be uh, put out into the workplace again. Uh, Sports will be be able to flourish once again. Where are you in that whole mix of allowing industry and people to start to flow together soon?
15: I think we have to give it some more time for us to understand more and to have uh, better treatments and prevention. We have had just recently, as you mentioned, the cloth masks. But research that came out of Korea this week, so it's breaking research a couple days ago, shows that particles down to 0.1 micrometers, now you remember pulling out a a centimeter ruler and seeing the the tiny little millimeters, this is micrometers, 0.1 micrometers is the size of this virus. And so it is capable um, of going through a lot of things and we need to find out what's the infectious Mm. level um, and what can we do to protect that and so we're still early in that research Uh, this is just the breaking research that i've been reading this week so i think we need to social distance until we get a better protection i wish i could uh solve the economic side of it we're scrambling to solve the medical side of it, yeah. and uh, it's it's a real disease.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Dr. Rick Zimmerman is with us. He's got over 200 publications on vaccines and vaccine-preventable diseases. He's led a multiple, multi, he has led multiple federally funded research projects on vaccines and has worked in the inner city of Pittsburgh for a long time at East Liberty Family Healthcare Center. Rick, I want to ask you about what we know about being reinfected with uh, COVID-19. I saw an article today on uh, Senator Rand Paul. Uh, He announced yesterday that he tested negative for COVID-19 just over two weeks after finding out he had been diagnosed with the virus. And now he is a physician. Um, He's volunteering at a local hospital. Um, So talk about that. He has to be pretty certain that he's not going to be able to transmit that to someone else. Or can he get it again himself? I guess not.
15: We don't think we don't know for sure because we haven't done all the, the tests yet and it's still early, but I think we will have immunity from the particular virus. And one of the big um, progress areas is in diagnostic testing, though I don't know of it being yet available in Pittsburgh. There are now antibody tests that are rapid antibody tests and there's an IgM antibody the IgM um, immunoglobulin M is a occurs three four days into illness may last a week or so that's the initial antibody signal that the body is fighting the infection that's followed by immunoglobulin G which indicates a longer term and if we learned anything from the SARS-1 uh, infection that occurred about 18 years ago in Asia. We know those antibodies last years. So, our hope is that we can figure out who has been infected with antibody tests and that when they have this rapid antibody test that's positive, they're the people that can be the front lines um, of working with those who might be infected or at high risk. So that's the real hope and the real breakthrough that's happening um, really as we speak.
5: So Rick, is it true then that uh, a large percentage of the population may have already been infected but are not showing symptoms?
15: There's an asymptomatic fraction, that means not showing symptoms, of probably a quarter of the people. And so I wouldn't have to be careful with the word large, but a sizable fraction of people don't know that they were infected. And that's one of the reasons, until we get a better handle on this, we need the social distancing. Once we have these antibody tests, then we can test people and see what's happened and who's safe to go back and face potentially infectious people, who needs to wait maybe for a vaccine. It'll be a real breakthrough.
13: Hmm.
6: Rick, talk about the segment of people in the U.S. who think that this is overblown, that the social distancing thing is really, you know, too much of an overreaction to something, that we should still be all out working, going to school, doing whatever.
15: Well, I can appreciate that many people are suffering financially, and my heart goes out to them. Nonetheless, this disease can kill. I've seen patients suffer. I've had to send someone to the um, emergency department for dehydration. Um, And the symptoms, it's surprising. And some of the research I've been doing on COVID, um, about three-quarters of the people have diarrhea, um, and there's about a, three quarters that have muscle aches. So it's not just cough. Um, it's a coronavirus that is also in the, um, the gut, in the GI tract. And so lots of symptoms can occur. The worrying symptoms is when people get short of breath because then they can get, go downhill very quickly. Um, but there are a number of people that are, have mostly gastrointestinal symptoms, fever, achiness, that have coronavirus. And so it's not all
5: cough. I see. Okay. What about the fact that there are the majority of people who have already passed away had uh, serious underlying health conditions already in place?
15: That's true. And, um, and so that's one way if we can, for instance, you can think if we could get a nursing home either vaccinated or a nursing home where the staff all had been infected and they preferentially were assigned there, they could form a ring to help protect that nursing home. And again, that's where we want to go is to protect that most vulnerable people. Uh, nonetheless, I've seen in one of my own patients feeling pretty sick. Um, and family worried, was this person going to end up in the hospital? The suffering is real. And again, if we were not in a pandemic situation with social isolating, I don't think those uh, quarter million, 400,000 death projections were off if we did not socially isolate i see so
5: rick take a second and talk about what's happening here locally with uh, the university of pittsburgh and upmc i know this is just one place there's got to be hundreds if not thousands of researchers right now rushing forward and taking this apart trying to find some solutions
15: Uh, i believe there's 200 research proposals in at the university and upmc alone so yes there's lots of stuff happening. One of the exciting early things that we're hoping on the treatment is it maybe the plasma from people who have been infected may be able to use to be used to treat those who are seriously ill and there's some preliminary Uh, work and people know they were infected and want to donate their plasma there's ways for that to happen and they can search that out on the web Um, but that is one of the advances that may be early we're also hoping for some antibody treatments where we could give uh, um, human-made in the lab created antibodies and maybe attenuate the disease so there's a ton of research going on Um, I think Waning is the enthusiasm for hydroxychloroquine. Um, it's still being used, but perhaps with uh, a bit less enthusiasm than before because of side effects. And again, it's a medicine that would last in your body weeks. It's And so if you have a side effect, you're stuck with the side effect. Uh, it's not, You know, it will decrease with time, but it's not like uh, it's got a short half-life that'll be gone in a day. And so perhaps a little less enthusiasm for hydroxychloroquine.
6: Okay. That's Dr. Rick Zimmerman. Rick, thank you so much for your expertise yes, and uh, for your kindness in joining us on our show regularly. That's Rick Zimmerman. Um, John, it's tumbling i mean it's bad news and we're, we're looking for good news there is some but it seems like it's a long way off
5: it does seem like it's a long way off so uh, what we've been told about staying in place Just keep and doing following it. strict protocol keep no doing one it. wants to die right yeah. so let's be smart about this don't go out running around wear your face mask uh i hope that everybody has a face mask and uh you know of course say your prayers be smart use your uh use your wisdom say your prayers Take a break uh, for the 5 o'clock hour. We've got lots more ahead. Stick around. Uh, we've got some great guests you don't want to miss. the ride home here on Word FM.
9: Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app, at wordfm.com, iHeart, in and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
4: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Bernie Sanders has ended his presidential run. The announcement makes former Vice President Joe Biden the presumptive Democratic nominee to challenge President Trump in the November election. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is telling House Democrats that direct deposits to Americans will begin next week under the coronavirus aid package. Mnuchin is also telling the lawmakers that $98 billion has been approved for small business retention under a program in the $2.2 trillion coronavirus aid package. Meanwhile, Congress is debating the next potential aid package. Stocks shooting up about 3% higher on Wall Street, as investors chose to focus on the optimistic side of data about the coronavirus outbreak's trajectory. The Dow gained 779 points today. The Nasdaq up 203. The S&P
11: was ahead 90. This is SRN Sometimes it takes a plague to remind us what Passover and Easter are really about. This year, instead of inviting over or driving to visit family, we will likely be in our homes, many of us completely alone. Here's Yael Eckstein, President and CEO of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Today,
14: as we are all locked in our homes, praying that God will pass over our homes while the plague is still happening outside... I pray that we will continue through the fellowship's ministry to reach out to the least of these, to the orphans and widows, to tell them that we have not forgotten you, we will not abandon you, and to continue to provide life-saving food to these individuals during this most trying time.
11: This Passover and Easter, discover how you can care for others, the least of these, during this time of crisis when you visit ifcjhelp.org. Maybe you can relate
1: to this. A lot of people think they're stuck with their health plan. It costs too much or for whatever reason, they just don't like it. But great news, you are not stuck with it. There is a choice. It's called MediShare, and you could save so much. The typical savings for a family is 500 bucks a month. Major difference maker. This is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And just to give you a little more info about MetaShare, it's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's worked beautifully for 26 years, has more than 400,000 members, and they've shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So yes, they can help share your needs too. So you're not stuck. There's an excellent alternative, whether you're single or married, you got a family. Metashare is super flexible. You can choose an option that works for you and start saving lots of money. You can join anytime. They're great to talk to. No pressure.
4: Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE.
2: This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your
10: family. Visit ghlf.org today. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When a health crisis strikes, it can be a crazy time for parents. But in the middle of your busyness, it's easy to forget to take care of yourself. Our lives can be like pressure cookers, and we can only handle so much stress. Sooner or later, we need to slow down, make time for a good- book, a bubble bath, or find another way to just be still. Explore new ways to refresh your mind, body, and soul. And together, we'll get through this.
3: Tonight, partly cloudy with a couple of showers late, low 49. Showers in the morning tomorrow, otherwise cloudy and windy, high 50. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and windy, low 32. Friday, a morning flurry, otherwise windy and cold, considerable cloudiness. High Friday, 44. Saturday, plenty of sunshine. High Saturday, 53. With your accurate with a Forecast, I'm Brian May.
4: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem, Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the 5
5: o'clock hour of The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Although, if you're on the, uh, the parkway today, there's not a lot of riding home going no. on, is there? No, no
6: probably not. However, Although, for
5: this evening, Kathy, there will be riding home for you.
6: So, everything kind of fell apart in my uh, household last night when the power went out, which mm-hmm. maybe was around 1 in the morning. I am thinking I was sleeping, so I'm that not was exactly sure. Not exactly sure when it happened, but, uh, when it did happen, it just did not come back on. So we have no power in our house and, uh, there is great, uh, weeping and gnashing of teeth as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I have two daughters who are students who have assignments that are due and stuff they have to do. My husband's a teacher and a stuff he has to turn in and we had to figure out how to do the show because I was all set up from home. And so anyway, the good news is I am fully Esconced here, ensconced here in my office Very at 7th nice. okay. Parkway Center.
5: But you said something earlier during the four o'clock hour, right across the street, your neighbors have power.
6: Isn't that terrible?
5: Can you run an extension cord?
6: Well, I actually don't know them. So I thought it might be a poor idea on my part, but right. I did think about some sort of like, could we do a barter system? Like if you let me use your power, I could give you, you know, I told you that I, had, I bought six dozen limes. so uh, maybe they would be interested in some of those
5: (laughs) i don't know unless there's a run on gin and tonics i'm not sure about that i don't don't know know so
6: the bottom line is i decided not to do that and just to come in here so so mike's in the studio Mm -hmm. and i'm down the hall in my Mm -hmm. office and you're nice
5: and i'm at home i feel good about it these are
6: unprecedented times
5: i'm sorry to hear that all right well the good news is uh, at least you've got plenty of tp
6: I feel pretty good about, th- I mean, I have not gotten any more than I normally would have because I was mm-hmm. trying to be a good citizen and not hoard. Yeah. Um, but then when I was at the store the other day and there wasn't any, then I was starting to get annoyed that maybe I should have gotten more at the start right. when this thing started. I
5: don't okay. know. Okay. All right. So we've been hearing about this for a long time, right? About this, uh, the scarcity of TP. We, and we joked about this. Of course, anytime that there's, you know, snow falls in Pittsburgh, you got to run and get your milk and your bread and your TP. Right. Well, this is well beyond that. But sure you're right, is. Kath. I mean, if you go to your favorite grocery store, the shelves have been virtually empty for a long time. Right. Now, reading today in the Wall Street Journal, they're talking to different people who uh, are from the paper industry, those who work in the toilet paper industry, which uh, greater heroes had never been called on. Isn't that right the truth? Now, they're saying, "Don't, don't panic." But you know, for whatever reason. People have gone to the extreme and have hoarded so much that the, um, it's so hard for them to catch up. The paper mills are operating 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, to make matters worse, apparently there was um, a, a, a giant 18-wheeler that last week uh, was delivering TP to a local grocery store, but just before it got there, it had a wreck caught on fire, and the entire load of TP was destroyed. No. Yeah, so on the side of the road there were half charred rolls of TP. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. People were picking up and taking home.
6: Stop it. They were (laughs) not doing that. Are you serious?
5: These are hard times, Kath. Yes, I am. Okay. So apparently sooner or later it will catch up. But really, how much TP are people hoarding? Right? You know
6: I mean, I think I've got like the large pack, which is like 18. I think that's what I've got. Yeah. That's so not, you're feeling I, good about it. So that's, well, the, I don't know if I feel good about it, but that's going to have to last me for, I don't know how, the, and I do live with three other people.
5: Got a Sears catalog?
6: I don't. The Sears catalog okay. hasn't right. been available for a while,
5: John. <laughs> well, I mean, hard times just recreate, you know, create a little imagination. Mike, how's uh, Well, it's how's not your like supply? you can
6: be that imaginative with well, toilet paper. Yeah, of course paper. it I is. Mean, yeah. Well, Look you around. You can no, like the people at Alcasan are right now jumping through their uh, screens saying, no, 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 don't just flush anything. Corn cobs, no.
5: People don't are doing do it, right? Don't do that. No. How don't about do a that. what is it? What's a little uh, squirt of water? A bidet,
6: right? right?
5: Could I do think that. it's the first
6: time a bidet's ever been called that little squirt of water. <laughs> well,
5: everybody knows what I'm talking about. How about how about the little wipes? Right, you just use a wipe.
6: I mean. Well, you seem to have all the happy ideas. I mean, are you like you I'm fine.
5: I've oh. got, got some TP. I, you know. All of
6: a sudden, Mike, it's like hints from Heloise. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
5: Mike's, how, uh, how's your supply, my friend? Are well, you, you know you got what? Got enough in the
7: house? Oh, I got, I got a ton. I got plenty because there I went. Go, I went to the grocery store a couple weeks ago, not knowing that it. we had a ton. And yeah. I came back home and I said, "Hey, babe," said to him, I said, hey, I said, hey, I said hey, to my wife, "Hey, I got some more toilet paper for us." She goes. Yeah. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have do, done that. Like, you're not turning into a hoarder, are you? I'm like, no, I just thought we needed TP. We yeah. got a wow. ton. And the thing of so it is- So when you
5: say a ton, is it 10 rolls, 20 rolls, 50 rolls, 100 rolls? I
7: probably have about 60 rolls. 60, 60 yeah. rolls. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and, the, and the worst part of it is I don't even use the toilet paper. I, I'm, I'm a little spoiled. Ever since we had a baby, I've been using the wet wipes. Okay. Call, call oh. me crazy. That's yeah, a little I too like revealing here. I don't
6: care. Yeah, boy. I'm happy to be having this conversation for sure.
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah. At what, the, 5 o'clock
6: the, on a Tuesday.
5: The good news is, Kath, if you do run Wednesday? out, you know where Wednesday. to go.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to go to Mike's house. That's exactly, yeah, exactly. where I'm going to go. Are you kidding me? 60 rolls. Holy yeah. yeah. can Apparently, you can use um, coffee filters, too, oh, fine, if you run fine. out of uh, TP. Right. I read right. that on a uh, survivor's blog.
5: I mean, so. I was offered an old. Oh wait, no catalogs. wait. No, Hold on.
7: I'm off. sorry. I have to back <laughs> up. You read that on a survivor's blog? I did. I did. I read that on a survivor's blog, and uh-huh. but it wasn't around like like this time. I read it like okay. four years ago, and right. I still remember okay. it to this day.
5: Right. Or you could use the wrapping from your shotgun (laughs) shell.
6: Right, since you bought all the ammunition. Anyway, we're streaming live on Facebook. If you'd like to watch the show, 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy, if you put a comment up there, I'll do my best to respond as quickly as I can. Hey, before we go to break, I do want to send my best out to my friends at Pizza Italia on Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield. For those of you who've listened to the show for a long time, you know it's my very favorite pizza spot in Pittsburgh. I love these guys. I'm there every single Sunday. And I just got the really sad news that Pizza Talia has burned. Um, there was a fire there that thankfully the fire department was able to control on Tuesday night, but the building is a total loss. Um, so my heart goes out to you guys, to Danny and Johnny and Rick and everybody there. And yeah, um, gosh, I, I hope you're back up and running as soon as humanly possible. So yeah. um, we love you.
5: We'll take a break. Come back. When we come back, Steve Brown is going to join us from Key Life Radio uh, by his own admission, this man's as old as dirt. So he's been there. He's done it. He's going to tell a story about He's seen that.
7: a lot
6: of pandemics. You guys don't worry about it.
5: He knows this Sears catalog.
14: WORD
2: Gives you the chance to show an act of kindness That could pay off for you, too
14: Just a little more kindness?
2: Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you And $5,000 for a worthy organization Just a lot more kindness, I think Enter once each day through the end of April Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness Plus lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning Be kind to others and to
14: yourself. Be a little more kind to each other.
2: Enter the kindness challenge
16: now at wordfm.com slash kindness. G'day, I'm Scott from Plugin Pest Free. If you have a rodent or pest problem at your home or business, don't spray harmful toxic chemicals. Use Plugin Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that uses your wiring to get rid of pests fast. Just plug it in. I know a pest controller who was contracted to get rid of a cockroach infestation in a restaurant. He tried everything, even chemicals. Nothing worked. So he bought my Plug-in Pest Free Pro, and a few weeks later, the cockroach problem was well under control, and he was able to keep his contract. Plug-in Pest Free is not a sonic device. It's chemical-free and gets rid of pests safely and effectively for years. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 2-year warranty. Now that's fair income. Order today and get 20% off at gopestfree.com promo code pest20. That's gopestfree.com promo code pest20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in. And forget with Plug In, Pest Free. Easter is a day to celebrate life with those you
1: love. And Bistro to Go on the North Side is here to help you do just that. With simply delicious chef prepared meals ready to take home to your family table Easter weekend. Enjoy brown sugar baked ham with pineapple sauce, maple glazed turkey, beef pot roast, or lasagna with a tasty array of sides, salads, and sumptuous desserts. With cold pickups Saturday, April 11th, or hot pickups Easter Sunday. Order now at Bistro and Company. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need EK Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it. EK Excavation has over a hundred years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com.
6: It's Holy Week. It's hard to believe that... In just a couple of days, it's going to be Good Friday. And then, of course, Easter's on Sunday. And you think in all of this difficulty that we're in, all the uncertainty, the angst, the fear, the sickness, whatever it is, everything is topsy-turvy, our work lives, our home lives. How is it that we can make Holy Week meaningful? I mean, John, has have you been able to succeed in any way in that regard? Well, Always I mean, it's just a Holy personal week. question. It's not like it's you get spiritual points if it's if it's no. gone well.
5: No, I mean, I, I love Holy Week. I, I love what uh, I love the process of reflection and prayer. Uh, to me, it's the it's the best week of the whole year. <laughs> so, uh, as part of my daily prayers, I've been reflecting upon this. I've been praying about this. Um, in some ways, that fear and anxiety has informed me more about Jesus and His walk towards mm-hmm. the cross. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. you know as deep as I get about it. But uh, I just love it so much because there is this swirl of anxiety around it. <laughs> I mean, it, it just takes me someplace deeper.
6: Yeah. Well, we're happy to have a good friend of ours. From a long time ago, we met Steve in the very earliest days of our show. So that's been over 10 years. And we love Steve. He's talking to us from Florida. This is Steve Brown from Key Life Radio. Steve, welcome in, my friend.
8: Hey, Kathy. Hey, John. Steve. Hi, right, listen, you ought to check. I'm old. You ought to check and make sure I'm still around.
5: That's how we brought you back today, Steve. Because we weren't sure about next week, we figured (laughs) today's the time to do it.
8: Oh man, it's good to talk to you guys. It is good to talk to you. Yeah.
6: All right, so Steve, talk to us. I mean, these are hard times. Um, People are having a hard time focusing on just about anything. How do we make Holy Week meaningful?
8: Well, that's not a problem for me. I'm ordained that. Everybody knows that it's a <laughs> thing. Those kinds of problems don't happen. Right, we do about Holy Week the way we do about everything. I mean, this is um, an important time of the year for Christians. It's a time when we need to be quiet and God has given us the gift of time to be able to do that. Uh, to be quiet to remember what happened on Holy Week and how important that is to us, and then to remember and rejoice that we're forgiven, that we're acceptable, that nothing will separate us from the love of Christ. And that includes a virus. Um, So this is, and, and listen, for somebody in the South in Florida This has other side effects that are good. It's like having snow days without any snow. Hmm. Are y'all still there?
6: Oh, yeah, we're still here, Steve. I'm just thinking about what you're saying and kind of contemplating how it is that our circumstance is maybe we're thinking that. We need to be, and this is ironic, you know, saying it out loud, you know, highlights how absurd it is, that we have to be free from suffering for us to really understand Holy Week or be able to take the time to appreciate it. It's actually the opposite.
8: (laughs) Of course it is. We were never promised that we wouldn't have suffering. Uh, I, You know, I remember, and I've been there and I've done that. There's some good things about being old, and that is that I've lived long enough to go through a hurricane, to go through the swine flu virus, to lose my house, to uh, to be in those long gas lines. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And each time, and this is why you need to listen to an old guy. God was faithful at every point. He never left me in the dark, and I'm still around, and I still love him, and I'm going to serve him until I die, and then I'm going to live forever. That means, and I don't want to be a Pollyanna about this. You know, this is scary. Everybody is a little bit scared. Mm -hmm. You know, what's that? The good news is you're going to hell. And the bad news, you're going on Thursday as a result of this this virus. <laughs> so I don't want to be a polyad. And, I, you know, this is not a little thing. It's big. But for Christians, it's an opportunity to build a memorial. One of the good things about all of the old things that I've been through throughout my life is that every time I went through something like that, I got a memorial, a a mm-hmm. bunch of stones. You will remember in Joshua that yeah. after they had gone over the Jordan, uh, God told Joshua to tell his men to get twelve big stones out of the river Jordan and put them on the side of the river on dry land and he said when your children ask you about these stones you tell them what god did well that's what we're doing and how do you get stones you have to go through a virus or you have to go through loss or have to go through suffering and when your kids ask you the reason for the stones tell them what god did and the only way to do that is to go through this, and by the way, guys, I, I, you, we're not you, we're here for them. I believe that every time a pagan dies uh, from the uh, coronavirus, a Christian will die, so the world can see the difference. Every time a pagan goes through a hard time, a Christian will go through a hard time so that the world can see a difference. And what we're doing is that we're showing the world the memorials to God's faithfulness. And, uh, that's a pretty big price to pay, but it's worth it. And when we we get home, we'll tell each other war stories.
5: Hmm. That's good. Speaking Steve Brown's with all- us from Key Life Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, um, You know, when you look around, uh, so there you are in Florida. We're up here in Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh. Uh, There is this sharp divide between people. I I, kind of see people walking around and I think, holy smokes, you know, we live in such an arrogant culture, don't we? I mean, uh, man is an arrogant person. And I think, you know, you see this really clearly here, uh, the the grab of the haves and the haves nots. What are you seeing down there in Florida? I mean, Uh, People are people, right? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of hoarding going on, and there's a lot of, uh, uh, even in the midst of the brokenness, people are still acting crazy.
8: Boy, isn't that true? That's because of something that happened uh, before you and I were ever born, John. It's called the fall. And and as a result, we're bent. And you see it everywhere in self-righteousness and arrogance in thinking that the world was created about us uh, and always looking for having a soft place because we deserve it. All of that is a blindness. And I'll tell you something. There are some upsides about going through this virus. And one of them is that it makes people think thoughts that are deeper than whether their cell phone battery is charged enough. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go through this, and I see it everywhere I go, and with a lot of people I talk talk to, people people are thinking something different than what they generally think and that has to do with god and in that sense it's a good thing i don't know if you've noticed some of the franklin graham spots that have been played during this crisis but he talks about fear and he knows that and then he talks about jesus and he gives an invitation and they're getting amazing response to that you guys every day of my life and I was there for the Jesus movement, which was a great awakening, and it was amazing. And every day of my life, I say, God, could you do it again? Mm. Just do it again. And maybe we're sitting on the cusp of that, who
5: knows? That's interesting. So, Steve, I mean, I remember the Jesus movement as well. I think probably that the big difference is that the, the politics of this day have muddied the water so much. And truly, it, Kath and I have sat down next to Franklin Graham, and we love Franklin Graham. But in many ways, you know, Franklin has damaged himself in some way by making himself and inserting himself in the politics of the day as well. Don't you think?
8: Well, yeah, but I'm hesitant to criticize. I, I know, am too, I but think, I'm you know well, but you see I that and you go that. a I lot of
5: non believers look at Franklin Graham and go, uh, you know, he's just one of those preachers and you know, as much good as being done, and I see that, I know that. I, I I know the man. But you know, the politics as as what poisoned the well water.
8: Yeah, but I and I and I would agree with you at least somewhat on that. I uh I go to the Cove every year, which is the Graham Training Center in the mountains, and I teach there. And I remember when uh, when uh, Miss, when Franklin said that Islam was evil, mm-hmm. and uh, and they had I mean it was scary. They had to have police all over the place. And what he said, I don't know about, but I wish he hadn't said it. But good heavens! I said ten things on this interview talking to you guys that I, if I had to do over again, I would say it differently. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on uh, Christian leaders being uh, heavy into politics. I, I think it has a tendency to miss what we're about, and right. and uh, but, I, but again you know, I've done my own stuff, so. Sure, right.
6: Well, Steve, we're happy that we know what you're about. You've been so consistent with us for so long. Key Life Radio's been such a staple here at Word FM. Anyway, we love you. We thank you for being with us today, friend.
8: Hey, I love being with you guys. God bless you. Be safe and wear a mask.
6: Yeah, Yes,
5: wear a mask indeed. Steve Brown, Key Life Radio. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, come back. Uh, We're going to we're going to Are we doing public reading of Scripture today, Kath?
6: Yeah, well, we kind of missed that because I was supposed to be in our first hour. So try to find a place for it in this hour.
1: When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit EKExcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at EKExcavation.com.
10: Hi, I'm Steve Schwetz, host of through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. How are you doing with all this upheaval to your comfortable routine? Are you feeling a little anxious? Are you concerned for those you love? Well, don't think for a moment that God isn't fully present and fully in control. In fact, His glory is best seen against a backdrop of uncertainty and fear. We see that when we study God's Word. So join us on the Bible bus on this station and build your confidence in Jesus Christ. You'll be so glad you did. Ace is the place with the helpful
1: hardware, folks. At Ace, we always have been and always will be committed to our local communities. Because we're here to help others. So in this time of need, your local Ace remains open. And since we're in your neighborhood, we can deliver almost anything you need. So shop in-store or online for the home or yard products you're looking for. And choose from top brands like Steel, Ego, Toro, and Scott's. Then you can pick up in-store, curbside, or we'll deliver your order right to your door. Help is just around the block. Casarbred.com for details.
5: Over these many months, you've heard Kath and I sing the praises of Grove City College. We do so because both Kathy and I have children attending Grove City. We write the checks, we're part of the community. We know firsthand about the excellence of Grove City.
6: I do believe that the education there is excellent and the uh, interactions I've had with professors, with university administration, and just the experience of my kid. I mean, it's just been wonderful for our family to see her develop in a place that's committed, not just to her education, but also to cultivating her calling in life. She feels like she's getting an individual approach while at the same time being a part of a great university environment.
5: And that's it. You've seen your child develop. They walk in as a young freshman. Four years later, they're going to come out as a fully formed, functioning adult with a really strong theological background, great friends that last a lifetime. To me, that's the essence of what a quality education is when your child goes to college. So if you're thinking about college for your child, we'd highly recommend you make a visit to Grove City College. It's a beautiful old campus Mm -hmm. surrounded by so many wonderful things. Make sure that your child puts that on their list as they go about looking at higher education. Grove City College. Look at it online at gcc.edu. Stop by for a visit and say, hey, John and Kathy sent me. That's Grove City College.
9: Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, in and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
3: Tonight, partly cloudy with a couple of showers late, low 49. Showers in the morning tomorrow, otherwise cloudy and windy, high 50. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and windy, low 32. Friday, a morning flurry, otherwise windy and cold, considerable cloudiness. High Friday, 44. Saturday, plenty of sunshine. High Saturday, 53. With your Accurate Forecast, I'm Brian May.
6: Streaming live on Facebook? I am at the uh, Word FM studios with Mike, although we are in different rooms. John's at home, and we're happy to see you. If you'd like to watch the show unfold, you can find us on Facebook at The Ride Home with Johnny Kathy or 101.5 Word FM. If you'd like to leave us a comment or say something about the show or a question that you have, I'd be happy to get back to you as quickly as I can. One of the things that John and I have loved so much is seeing the outpouring of believers around the world who have taken to the public reading of scripture in these uncertain times. So we have set aside a portion of our show each day to do the same thing. We've been focused on the Psalms because we believe that it's the heart's cry uh, from the scriptures and whatever you could possibly experience emotion-wise in your life, uh, you're going to find it there. So today our Psalm is 44. John, why don't you start for us?
5: Love to. Psalm 44. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. With your hand, you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm and the light of your face, for you love them.
6: You are my king and my God who decrees victories for Jacob. Through you, we push back our enemies. Through your name, we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory, but you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God, we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever.
5: But now... You have rejected and humbled us. You no longer go out with our armies. You make us retreat before the enemy, and our adversaries have plundered us. You gave us up to be devoured like sheep and have scattered us among the nations. You sold your people for a pittance, gaining nothing from their sale.
6: You have made us a reproach to our neighbors, the scorn and derision of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations. The people shake their heads at us. I live in disgrace all day long. My face is covered with shame at the taunts of those who reproach and revile me because of the enemy who is bent on revenge.
5: All this came upon us. Though we had not forgotten you, we had not been false to your covenant. Our hearts had not turned back. Our feet had not strayed from your path, but you crushed us and made us a haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness.
6: If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it since he knows the secrets of the heart? Yet for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep
5: to be slaughtered. Awake, Lord. Why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression?
6: We are brought down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. Psalm 44.
5: Wow. That is so powerful, isn't it? It
6: is. It is.
5: Uh, To think of the the cry, right? Mm -hmm. To be uh, oppressed and to be put upon. And in many ways, to to plead before God, and in some ways, to shake your fist at God, looking for peace, looking for some sort of reconciliation. So uh, I think it's true, Kath, what you said in the beginning. Whatever we feel, whatever yeah. we think, whatever it whatever is, whatever we know, others have gone before us and have yeah. cried out to God, and in the end, God is always is always faithful.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to step away. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the economic impact of what we see around us with our good friend, Dr. Jay Richards. He's in Washington, D.C. at Catholic University. He's coming up. He's in the on-deck circle, even though there's no baseball. Next.
9: O R D
2: Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends with the
10: best new music, new,
1: new. new music, new
2: music from Hope Darst. Peace be still. Peace be still. Safe by Neon Feather featuring Chris Cron. And be safe, I'll be safe And Keep Me in the Moment by Jeremy Kent.
9: Sing oh, oh
4: Keep Me.
2: The best new music and Pittsburgh's
5: favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 W O R D on the weekend. We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe you may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty – windows or us pittsburgh.com that's windows or us when you think about sending your kids off to college do you get nervous about what they'll be learning
6: are you concerned that your faith perspective will be attacked, or that your child won't be strong enough to withstand the challenge?
5: Check out No Safe Spaces, a documentary that takes you on campus to see what higher education in America is like today. The more info you as a parent have, the better. After all, you're paying for it.
6: You can watch No Safe Spaces on demand. Go to nosafespaces.com to find out how to watch this Dennis Prager film.
5: nosafespaces.com
0: Land ho! <laughs>
2: Hey, hey, seriously, land, land Ho, guys. Guys, Land Ho! I'm, Land Ho! Land Ho! Land Ho! Right there! Ah!
0: The tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with Sign & Glide on water towing. Get a quote today in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. I gotta say,
2: this Land Ho thing, not very effective.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliate. Sign & Glide coverage is subject to policy terms.
11: Hi.
5: Dr. Jay Richards is with us. Dr. Richards is a research assistant professor in the Bush School of Business at the Catholic University of America, a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute and executive editor of The Stream. It's a website we go to daily. He's also got a brand new book about fasting. We'll talk about that as our conversation moves forward. Jay, welcome back to the show.
17: Great to be with you.
6: Hey Jay, uh, we're interested to talk to you because we've talked a lot about the spiritual impact of the quarantine mm-hmm. and the fear and angst that people are experiencing. We've only had a couple economists on the air though to talk about the economic impact. Where do you see things right now?
17: Well, um, it's depressing. I sort of don't yeah. honestly don't like talking about it very much. I mean, there's really uh, here's the bad news: is that Wall Street Journal reported today for March that we contracted. One third of the economy. So a third of the entire U.S. economy instantaneously has gone effectively online. That's never before happened in history. There's just simply not a precedent for that. You have wars, uh, you have bombings and things like that, but the economies don't just shut down. The weird thing about it is that we we consciously did this. We voluntarily did it. And so what that means is that the kind of near-term effect of this, we're just in uncharted territory, and I'm really worried about it. The good news is that we did it voluntarily, and it's not the result of any underlying fundamental problem with the market. There's not some weird thing in, in the stock market. There's you know, not some other kind of disaster with productivity. And so in theory, if we get things moving fairly quickly again, I think that the comeback could be uh, quite dramatic. So bad news is, as everyone knows, we're gonna have something like 13% unemployment probably when the new numbers come out. Third, the economy is idle. Good news is that we did it voluntarily, and hopefully we'll be able to get things moving fairly quickly once we start. Okay.
5: So, Jay, uh, of course, the stimulus package was uh, passed a couple of weeks ago. There's talks mm-hmm. that more stimulus is headed our way. But essentially, is the government printing money, and what does that mean for the health of the nation?
17: Well, that's exactly what's happening, and so the the two the two trillion dollars that people are hearing about is I don't know why they're calling it a stimulus, even though they do call it that. It's really kind of a rescue package because the government decided that they're going to enforce this quarantine. This isn't just for sort of voluntarily being asked to social distance or work from home if you can, but entire industries and hospitality and restaurants and airlines and hotels have just they've gone completely idle. And so this is a very much a short term fix. I mean, but the reality is if you've lost your job, a sixteen hundred dollar check from the government, which you're really not going to do very much. The other thing is that, yeah, of course that we're borrowing this from the future. It's borrowed money Here's the ironic thing is because we're not producing, when you've got the same an additional number of dollars chasing after the same number of goods, you can actually, that can create inflation. So that's the sort of irony is that you get this money that seems like a stopgap, but because we're not producing more goods, uh, it could actually have an inflationary effect. And so it's at best a very short term and minimal fix. Uh, that, that can't, we can't just keep doing this.
6: Jay is the uh, research assistant professor in the Bush School of Business at the Catholic University of America, a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute and executive editor of The Stream. Jay, you know, I... I I think we have this in common. I know John feels the same way. We have a lot of confidence in the creativity of the average person. I think mm-hmm. that's the beautiful thing about capitalism is, is it encourages that and rewards it. And so in these times, I'm certain that people are going to be creative and they're going to come up with ways to enter the market um, that perhaps they weren't in before um, That perhaps that there, there wasn't an, an opportunity in a way in the market that there is now. Can you talk about some of those things that perhaps you've read about or know about?
17: Absolutely. In fact, um, a, a great American economist, Nobel economist, just the other day wrote about this in the Wall Street Journal. And he said, OK, look, the reality is that they're constantly in the economy. There's this process of creative destruction in which obsolete. Ways of doing things are disappearing, but they're making way for new and sort of more interesting things to do. Let me just give you an example in higher education. I can tell you look i've been saying this for years is that a big chunk of higher education is going to go into the online space and schools doesn't mean everybody's going to do it. There'll still be students that come on to campuses and spend lots and lots of money for a residential college experience. but the future has been moving in direct the direction of this technological really disruption well what's happened is that Frankly, universities and colleges are very conservative institutions, not politically, but in terms of changing. And so most faculty had resisted this. And so I can tell you that in most universities around the country, you had faculty absolutely resisting technological innovation when it came to delivering coursework. And then they all got forced to do it in about five days a couple of weeks ago. And so that's going to have huge implications. I think long-term that's going to bring the cost of college down for a lot of people. I think it's going to make the delivery of college actually a lot better. Um, And that's happening across the economy. The truth of the matter is there's a lot of, cross-country meetings that people take in business that are going to get rethought now because, look, if that's a one-hour meeting, did you really need to get on a plane when there's a really good video conferencing technology? And so there is a lot of that. It's just the things that would have happened in a kind of natural timescale are happening instantaneously as a result of the shock to the system.
5: I see. So the futurists are, are going to have a field day, right? Because you couldn't have imagined this was going to happen like this. So all bets are off is what uh, will the economy will look like or what business or industry will look like in the near future. Jay, I, I'm wondering about this. We, we have friends who uh, own small businesses. Also mm-hmm. have friends who have um, rental properties now, of course, yeah. uh, rent is due or mortgage is due. people are not paying their rent they are not paying their mortgage. then that trickles back to the to the landlord or to the to the person who 's holding the lease on the uh, the small business they 're going to go to the banks and say my people aren 't paying, so i can 't pay you as well I mean mm-hmm. what sort of weird domino effect does that have, and once the economy kicks in? how do you make good on those promises that are going to be broken because people can't make up the money that was never made or in the first place?
17: Well, that's the problem. I mean, it's one thing if you make a car that somebody doesn't buy, the economy starts back up, the car's still there to sell. But if you've got, you know, you've got rental property, you've got a hotel, you've got fixed costs that you're incurring. And that's the dilemma you're talking about. There's really no way to make that up. Now there is a little bit of good news in that um, capital requirements. So the, the rules that banks have to have, um, are being lo- loosened right now. And so I think just as landlords end up not getting paid rent from their tenants, so the banks themselves, with whom they have the loan, there's going to probably be some flexibility downstream or really upstream initially. And so I think if this just goes on for a few more weeks, I think it won't be catastrophic. I really, I do not think, I simply do not see how we can leave a third of the economy idle for months at a time. It's just not possible. And people need to, I think, start thinking about this. It's not lives on the one side and dollars on the other. The economy matters because it matters to people. And if you shut down an economy, people die from that, too. And so we're going to have to find a way through this in which we can get the economy restarted, still do all the reasonable precautions that we have to do so people don't catch this disease, especially high-risk people. But we just can't sit idle like this and expect, you know, at some point, we end up losing more people as a result of the response than the, the thing that we were trying to solve. Mm.
6: Right. Dr. Jay Richards yeah. is with us. Um, he's the author of uh, Money, Greed, and God. I think that's the first book. I think it's how we met you, Jay, all those yeah. years ago. Uh, won the Templeton Prize. It's an absolutely terrific mm-hmm. book. Changed the way I think about money um, and economics in general. Uh, Jay, talk about your own personal experience during this quarantine. Um, I know you've got older kids. Are you, mm-hmm. are you working from home? What's it look like? And how are you navigating Holy Week?
17: it's actually the holy week part is the hardest part uh, for yeah. all of us that are listening as no church right and so we we have picked services that we're going to participate in live essentially online that's the hard part that we all are sharing now I have to say, I've suffered very little in terms of my work what I discovered. Now, public speaking, in which I go out of town, I had about six trips canceled. On the other hand, I can do a lot of what I need to do actually straight from my computer. I'm teaching classes over Zoom, live. I don't even have to put pants on. I can just wear my pajama bottoms and just dress from the top up, you know. And so I feel like I'm one of these people that was already sort of in the digital environment and so my life has not changed if anything my daughter said dad this is exactly what you wanted because we're now here my college daughter is actually at home and they can't leave the house and so they think if anything this is a kind of benefit to me because i like them nearby anyway but the reality is that's not true for the entire economy and it's certainly not true for people that are in service economies in which their physical presence is absolutely needed. And that's, that's just honestly, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm not worried about people like me that can do 95% of their jobs from their computers. That's
5: good. Hey Jay, before you leave us, let's talk about your newest work called Eat, Fast, Feast. Heal Your Body While Feeding Your Soul, a Christian Guide to Fasting. Now, Kath and I were talking about this um during one of the breaks. Uh here we are in, in the midst of this economic downturn. But a lot of mm-hmm. believers, you know, uh as part of the part of their especially holy week routine, have fasted. And of course, yeah. uh, Friday will be a, a day of fasting as well on Good Friday. How does mm-hmm. that work in your life? You know, um, uh, people are going, well, I'm, I'm food, I have food anxiety to begin with, and now you're asking right. me to fast. Um, it's a weird time.
17: It is. And so a lot of people thought, well, we, we should not fast because this other stuff is happening. But look, if you look in the Bible, I mean, think about, think about Jonah and Nineveh. So these are the Ninevites, right? These weren't even the promised. Uh, you know, the, the the people of the covenant, and that, you know, under Jonah's warning, the whole city of Nineveh actually went on a fast. Fasting and praying is something that you want to do together. And so if you think, yeah. nobody thinks, well, we don't really need to pray right now. We know we need to be praying more. And so I think, if anything, we need to take these things seriously. And it's a holy week right now. This is, as you said, people very often fast on Good Friday. Uh, an ancient tradition that I'm marking is actually a fast on on Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. And then like, you know, if you do that, uh, that, that Easter feast, you will experience that in a way that you never have before. That's good. Jay, well, Jay,
6: thank you so much today uh, for, for being with us and talking to us. John's in uh, his uh, spare bedroom. I'm in my <laughs> office, and Mike is in the studio. So these are weird times.
17: They really are. It's great to be with you guys.
5: You as well. Jay Richards, his newest work, Eat, Fast, Feast, Heal Your Body While Feeding Your Soul, A Christian Guide to Fasting. We're going to step away for just a few minutes, come back. Um, You know, even in these strange times, nature never fails to amaze. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Stick around.
1: Easter is a day to celebrate life with those you love. And Bistro to Go on the North Side is here to help you do just that. With simply delicious chef-prepared meals ready to take home to your family table Easter weekend. Enjoy brown sugar-baked ham with pineapple sauce, maple-glazed turkey, beef pot roast, or lasagna with a tasty array of side salads and sumptuous desserts. With cold pickups Saturday, April 11th or hot pickups Easter Sunday. Order now at bistroandcompany.com. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals. And I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects. You get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. For over 20 years. Trinity Jewelers has helped us celebrate life's closest relationships. And while their store may be closed for now, they think it's worth remembering that in times like these, it's those relationships that keep us going. They remind us that this too will pass and to put our focus on the things that really matter, our family, our friends, and a Savior who will never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to get through this together. The entire staff at Trinity Jewelers is looking forward to seeing you soon. Choosing your child's school is a big decision. You want more than a great education. You need an education partner with high academic standards who respect your values, offers a safe place to learn, and where your child is known individually. For 35 years, Eden Christian Academy has provided ACSI-accredited college preparatory academics and a strong spiritual foundation of character and faith for students in preschool through 12th grade, where they're prayed for, known, and valued for who they are. Learn more at EdenChristianAcademy.org. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com.
13: I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me.
1: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will they can handle any size project for your home or business providing quality results on time and on budget for a free quote visit ekexcavation.com they'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com
5: hey, good news Cats, power back on
6: my power just came back on <laughs> i got the happy news from my family
5: that's very good
6: thank you duquesne light
5: are we not fragile? Are we not fragile oh, people? Right? I mean, holy good smokes!
6: Good Oh my gosh!
5: You ever go, uh, Kath, like uh, out on a on a boat into the ocean? You know, far, far away from yes. shore. You ever do? I that? I love that. That's. It's I also so... think it's.
6: I also think it's scary.
5: It is scary, yeah. right?
6: Being it's on scary. an open ocean is a humbling, terrifying experience.
5: Is it ever? It's yeah. mysterious and odd, yeah. and I mean, the great things that live uh, oh, in the depths of the ocean. I know it. Yeah, well, I was looking at the uh, news this past week, and uh, this is so cool. Researchers that you were using radiocarbon dating to determine twenty-eight of uh, Greenland sharks have estimated that one of the females in those twenty-eight is more than four hundred years old. Four hundred.
13: Is now, that this-
6: true?
5: Yeah, this is this is so wild. The team has estimated that these sharks, these Greenland sharks, grow at one centimeter a year and reach full sexual maturity at about the age of 150. Uh, There's a a man who's named Julius Nielsen from the University of Copenhagen. He said that they're dealing with, of course, you know this already, that these Greenland sharks and any sharks are unusual animals, Mm -hmm. and that they were very surprised to find the age of these sharks using this radiocarbon. Uh, The former vertebrate record holder was a bowhead whale, which was 211 years old. But if you want to look at invertebrates in the longevity competition, (laughs) how do they do this? There is a 507-year-old clam called Ming who holds the title of the most aged animal. Come on. A clam.
6: They don't know about the clam. Yeah. Oh, what do they do you really know about the clam? You Are they just long- guessing about no. the clam? They're
5: saying 507 years old. How do they know it's like 507? Could it be 505, 502?
6: It is oddly specific. Yeah. And what if
5: you showed up at Long John Silver's and said, hey, give me an order of clams. And but you know what? Ming might be a little aged in the tooth. I'll just you, have something fresher.
6: You think clams get rings like trees do? And so they're able know. to. Or is that seriously? It's one of those things where do we just lap up whatever they tell us because we I, don't know any better.
5: 507. Really? Oh, that's so. Is there a birth certificate that comes with a clam?
6: I mean, it's just something seems weird about that. Okay, speaking of nature, yeah. uh, there was an article in the New York Times that talked about 12 family-friendly nature documentaries oh. that are free for streaming right now. I'm going to put this on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, because some of them are so fabulous. One is March of the Penguins, which if oh. you haven't seen that. Fabulous. It is so Wonderful. Yeah. Um. But they also talk about something called the Living Desert, which is from 1953, what? which I've heard a lot. Did you see that, John? Have you no, gone no. back and looked at that? I've heard a lot of good things about that. March of the Penguins is from 05. Wow. There's a documentary called Life from 2009, done by David Attenborough and the yes. BBC Natural History Unit.
5: David Attenborough, he's like a documentary isn't industry he? all to himself, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yes. Yeah.
6: Also, I've seen little bits of this. It's called Great Migrations. It was made in 2010 by National Geographic. That also is streaming right now. It is so shocking to see how animals go from one part of the Earth to another. How they know where they're going. How yeah. they stick. To, I mean, it is. It is really, really amazing. Also, A uh, Monkey Kingdom is from 2015. I'm not familiar with this one. Um, it's a Disney Nature documentary.
5: Hmm. Okay, so these these documentaries you're talking about, they're all over the, st- they're you know Prime or they're Netflix or Hulu places, and things like but that. But
6: they're all streaming right now.
5: Right, where's the article from that yeah. you're you're pulling it's from? It's from the New York Times. Okay, so and yep. the headline is what? Twelve. Yeah. Major the documentaries? The headline
6: is twelve family friendly nature documentaries. All right. Okay. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I need something to watch with my kids that isn't Mulan. Nice.
5: Okay, like Mike. So you've got a three-year-old. Uh, March of the Penguins. Have you seen it, Mike?
7: I haven't. No, I've been. Oh, I've been dying please. to see it, though, too. Yeah, oh my check gosh. that out. It's just wonderful. That's well it worth really it. Really wonderful. Well,
5: Kath, anyway, now it's... that your power's on, you can go home and watch something.
6: Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. tell you the relief. It's just, yeah. It's really really exciting. I can go home and have some iced tea and open up my refrigerator. I'll tell Very you nice. one
7: animal documentary not to watch. What's that? Tell me. That's Tiger King.
8: Oh,
6: <laughs> oh I'm not going to watch that. I'm still. I think I might watch it. No, I you know, think I'm, no, I'm oh, gonna. No, no. I think I'm gonna. No,
5: no don't do it, I don't I think I'm
6: gonna. John's not going to. No, so I'm someone no, has no, to. No, you might because skip. you know
5: Everybody's making these comments. Like, what the heck did I just watch? Why did I see that? I don't want to invite that into my life. Kath, just 30 seconds ago, you were sparing because your power was out. Now you're yeah. going to invite more angst into your life. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: a good point. <laughs> don't do I'm that, very, Kath. I'm emotionally tired and fragile right now
5: yeah well this is believe me watching that tiger king crazy thing whatever that is is not going to make putting a you know, put in a place are you of done with amazon's
6: series called pandemic
5: uh no no i'm not okay uh-huh. but i'm i'm gonna you go back to take that. a
6: break from the that one so that you could pay attention to the real one
5: <laughs> hey listen tomorrow tim keller and kathy keller are going to join us on the show don't miss it looks to be a great conversation good night we'll see you uh tomorrow god willing bye-bye